0: Welcome to the Same But Different podcast, a show that celebrates humanity, the ways we love others, the ways we keep love from coming in. We're going to dig deep. This show brings a dash of vulgarity and a whole lot of audacity to the Enneagram. If you're looking to know yourself on a deeper level, nurture healthier relationships, foster richer connections, and improve communication to make that happen, then you're in the right place, my friend. Hi, I'm your host, Amy, Enneagram alchemist and a fiercely supportive sister stepping in stride beside you. Are you ready to feel fucking seen? Are you ready to see others? Because I'm ready to ask those questions. The very things we're trying to avoid are exactly what we need to embrace in order to grow. So kick back, take off your bra, get comfy, and let's fucking do this. Welcome back to Same But Different. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite topics and one of my favorite things that I like to do which is celebrating people. If someone were to ask me, you know, what's your superpower, Amy? I would probably say making people feel seen. And the Enneagram really does, if you're paying attention and you know what to look for and you know the types deeply and you know the people in your life deeply, regardless of type, if you know them deeply, then you're able to see when they are doing the hard things, when they're doing the work. And I don't know about anyone listening, but I tend to be my own worst critic, and I often don't see when I'm doing the hard things, Um, especially little moments. When little things happen, I definitely can bypass myself and focus on other people, and I think that the Enneagram gives us nine different ways that people probably do that. So I did a series on Instagram a couple months ago, and I just called it Help Me See, where I really just point out each of the nine types doing something. And it's just essentially saying, help me see when XYZ, help me see, it helps celebrate me when you've noticed I've done something hard. So I really wanted to go over that here in the podcast format and give a little bit more language to ways you can celebrate each type. So we're going to start with type one. So in my graphic, I had put, Help me see when I've noticed something that I would usually correct and I instead choose to let it go. When I allow the natural flow of the world, celebrate me that I'm allowing myself to be part of it. Remind me in these moments how beautiful it is that I am leaning into giving grace to others and myself so I can live more fully. So with type 1s being so hardwired to notice injustices, to notice right from wrong, to notice good from bad, it can be really hard for them to really be present in the moment because they can be so hyper-focused or maybe they can be too present in the moment, right? It can be hard for them to step out of that and really just be with the natural flow of the world. So if there's a type a type 1 or someone in your life who leads with type 1 and you notice them Letting something go, letting something roll off their back. Um, I assure you it probably doesn't look as easy as they might make it seem. But if you notice that a type one, especially if it's something that they've brought up previously that they've noticed, if you see them noticing that and just letting it go, letting it be, whatever that situation or that person might be or might be doing, point it out to them. Be like, hey, I noticed that previously this had gone wrong and you said something about it. And this time you noticed it and you just let it go. And I just want to say that I see you and I see you doing the work. That's a big deal for people who lead with type one, a really big deal. And maybe more so than any other type, I would go as far as to say that they're probably extra hard on themselves. So I think it's incredibly important that the people in their lives celebrate those moments And that might sound like something little to someone right now, someone who doesn't lead with one. If you think, who fucking cares if someone lets something go? A one cares. A one cares deeply. That's who they are. So if you notice them pushing against their own type structure in that way, point it out and make sure they're aware that they're doing the fucking work. So type two in this graphic 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 i said help me see when i put myself and my needs my needs first and remind me how worthy i always am of that don't let me bypass being proud of myself if you notice i have set a boundary remind me that even though it might have felt hard to do that afterward it probably felt pretty damn good so humans who lead with type 2 can really struggle to put themselves first and if you struggle to put yourself first you likely also struggle to set boundaries. And again, there's gonna be people out there in the world who have no problem setting boundaries, no problem putting themselves first. But for those of us, myself included, who lead with two, that can be some of the hardest things. When I set a boundary, when I put myself first, I'm typically sweating. I'm typically shaking. Sometimes I'm crying. It can feel so hard. And I can't tell you how many times in my life I've done it. And you would think because I'm shaking, crying, and sweating that I would realize, oh, my God, I'm doing something really hard here. But I don't celebrate myself. It takes someone else noticing that and saying, hey, I noticed you didn't allow this. Or I noticed that you fought for yourself here. And I take a step back and realize, oh, damn, I did. I did. Thank you. So if there's a two in your life and they're saying no or they're setting a boundary, they're not allowing something um, in their lives or they are saying, I'm going to put myself first or my needs first or just my wants first. It doesn't even have to be a need or a necessity, just something they want. Celebrate that. Point that out to them and let them know that you see them and you celebrate them and that they can do the hard things. I also like to take that a little bit of a step further, and ask someone, how did that feel? Like, how did that feel when you did it and after you did it? And that can open the door for a really great conversation. So for type threes, I had said, help me see the moments where I am just being. And the moments of resting and relaxing and not doing, celebrate that I have allowed myself the gift of being present and how beautiful it is to witness. Remind me that even though it might have felt unnatural, that it is a balance I am deserving of having. So humans who lead with three are very much doers, right? They they are in the heart center and the heart, they're a heart type, but they tend to <clears throat> kind of push that part of them down to get shit done. They're always doing, they're always on to the next thing. And if you are a three or you know a three or you love a three or you lead a three, whatever it might be, um, you know how hard they can struggle with rest. You know it can be really hard. But also if you know a three. You know how beautiful it can be when they finally do lean into that. And again, you might see someone at a party relaxing, not doing much or out getting a pedicure and not think much of that and just think, oh, that's something that a lot of people do. But it might not be for that type three. So if you see them just being and they're not actively doing, celebrate them like, hey, We were able to spend some time today and just relax and be together. And that means a lot to me. I know that this isn't how you um, tend to always be. And I just want to say that I don't know if it was easy or not for you, but it was really great to experience that with you. Celebrate them, see them, let them know that you see all of them and not just what they are doing. I try very hard to not validate the parts of people that tend to be their struggles, right? So if a three is getting a lot of shit done, I know it can be really easy to be envious of that, or at least it can for me, because I do get a lot done. Um, and it can be easy to celebrate those parts of them. And I'm not saying altogether don't celebrate certain parts of people, but if that's that type's that type structures struggle, I tend to like to point out the opposite when you're doing the actual hard thing which is, right, if you're a doer and then you are not doing, that's what I'm going to celebrate. I'm not going to celebrate when you're getting the shit done. I'm going to celebrate when you're not doing anything and you're just being. So type fours and their graphic, I had said, help me see the moments where I lean away from being self-critical and instead choose to speak to myself kindly. Celebrate me when I pick joy and self-acceptance. Remind me how beautiful it is that I'm allowing myself to see how wonderful I have always been. So humans who lead with four, they can be so hard on themselves. They really, really tend to notice, or I guess I should say, they tend to, yeah, they tend to notice things that they feel are missing about them or missing in their lives, which perpetuates this cycle of constantly feeling misunderstood. And that sounds really hard. And so th- what can come up for them is a lack of self-acceptance. They can know themselves deeper than almost any other type. But that can also lead to feeling like there are pieces of themselves missing. So if you notice someone who leads before speaking kindly about themselves and choosing joy and choosing self-acceptance, point it out to them, especially Maybe not just on a whim, right? If you don't know someone that well and you notice that and you're like, hey, congratulations on experiencing joy (laughs) when I say these things. I'm talking about people that you know, you have an existing relationship with, Um, right? If someone's just having a good day, that's one thing. But if there's a four in your life that you know pretty well and say that they have a pattern or a habit of being really, really like self-deprecating and then you notice one day or one time or even just a quick moment that they're leaning away from that, And instead, leaning into self-love, stop whatever, stop them, pause them, whatever they're doing, and make sure they notice that they were noticing all of themselves in that moment. They weren't just seeing what was missing, but they were allowing themselves to fully live. And that is always, always, always worth celebrating, no matter the type. So for type five, I had said, help me see the moments where I step out of my inner world and put my wealth of knowledge to use and share it with others. Celebrate me when I take action and allow the world the gift of my presence. Remind me that even though it might have felt unnatural, that it is a balance I'm deserving of having. So people who lead with five do tend to really live in their heads. A lot of five will say a lot of fives will say that they don't even feel like they have a body sometimes because they are so up there in their heads constantly. So them coming out of that inner world and truly stepping into some kind of action and using their knowledge, right? fives can get in this pattern of just continuing to gain more knowledge. What good is knowledge if we don't use it? And that's not fair to always say, right? We don't always have to use the knowledge. That's definitely not fair. But when fives hyperfixate on knowledge and not doing anything with it, it really perpetuates this endless cycle of not being present in the outer world that keeps them in their head. So if they are really taking action, they are using that knowledge, they are showing up in social situations, let them know that you're proud of them. Like, hey, I know that this really might not be your thing or I know that this might feel a little hard for you, but I'm so glad you're here. I love when you're here. I love when you choose to be present. I love when I get to spend time with you. It's something that I value and it's very precious to me. And it does not go unnoticed that you made a conscious choice to do that today. And I just wanted to say thanks. That's really all it has to be. For type sixes, I had said, help me see the moments where I allow self-trust. When you notice that I've taken an action I might not normally trust myself to do, celebrate my decisiveness. Remind me that even though it might have felt unnatural, that I still did a hard thing and deserve to recognize my bravery. Type sixes can also be really hard on themselves. In my experience, I don't want to speak for all sixes out there, but... In my experience and in my opinion, they are a people who they can lack self-trust and they can also, so their lack of trust can go inward and outward, right? Questioning authority, which would be outward, and then questioning their own self-decisions, which would, you know, result in a lack of self-trust, which is an inner struggle. So inner and outer, right? They're just, they're trying to find a way to keep themselves safe And so the reason I say when you notice I've taken an action I might not normally trust myself to do, they've done the hard thing. If you've seen that a six has taken action on something, especially if it's something you know they've been thinking about for a long time or have been kind of contemplating over or running through what the risks might be, when they do finally take that step into the next right action, please remind them how brave they are. Really, that is some of their biggest work is coming out of this space of fear and saying, I've got me, I can do this. So celebrate the hell out of those sixes because they are so much more brave or so much braver and so much more courageous and capable than I think they really realize. Type sevens, help me see the times when I pause and don't rush life. When you see me accept the hard moments and emotions and not bypass them, Celebrate that I allowed some of my hardest things. Remind me that even though it might not have felt natural, that it's a balance I'm deserving of having. So seven's core fear is sitting in that emotional pain, is feeling trapped. So because of that, they tend to be on to the next thing, on to the next thing, like almost like this, you're never going to get me. (laughs) So when you see a seven allow themselves to slow down and to really be in a moment or especially an emotion or a situation, whatever it might be, that might be emotionally challenging, especially if there's sadness involved, if there's anything that can be perceived as negativity. Um, If you see a seven, really being in the moment there, maybe not in that exact moment, but when it's over, let them know that you saw that. Like, hey, how was that for you? I mean, I know that that's typically not your favorite thing to do. You did it really well. I just wanted to check in and say that I saw you doing that really hard thing, and I'm really proud of you. Celebrate your people. Celebrate them. Type eights. Help me see the moments when you notice I soften my heart space and give myself permission to be tender. Celebrate me when I allow and consider other people's emotions. Remind me how much strength it takes to be soft and offer empathy. And even though it might have felt unnatural, that it is a balance I am worthy of having. So the type 8s, they are typically pushing against vulnerability because that core fear is being betrayed. So it makes perfect sense that they are going to do anything to protect that heart of theirs. And if you don't know this about type 8s, I find them to easily be the most misunderstood type, especially if you're a woman. And then another layer of that would be if you're a woman of color. A very, very misunderstood type altogether. But they're operating from a place of trying to protect this big, soft, squishy, tender heart. And it can be hard for them to allow others to see that softer side of them. And it can be unnatural for them to give themselves permission to be tender. And I don't want to come across as though I'm making eights out to be some calloused hard asses. That is not true, and that is not what I'm saying but that can be the mask that they wear. I like to say that eights wear a body of armor and that armor only comes off for very select few people. So if you are a some a someone, if you are someone who type eights take their armor off around you. One, you're one of very few, you should you probably already know that. And two, that means that there are very few of you who can celebrate those moments for the eights in your life. And my best friend is an eight and she is always celebrating me. She is always empowering me. She is always making me feel courageous. And one of the ways we can give that back to them, which is what they deserve and which we all deserve in some capacity, is to let them know when we see they're doing the hard thing. So if an eight in your life is more openly tender than they would typically be, or if they are offering empathy, or if they are really pausing to consider someone's emotions, like, oh, wait, I wonder how this would feel to this person. That is them doing some pretty big type eight work, and please celebrate them for that. Like, hey, I noticed X, Y, Z, and I just want to say I saw that, and I love you for that, and I think it's worth celebrating. Class, and certainly never least, type nines, help me see the moments when I speak up and say what I want. No moment is too small. Don't let me bypass being proud of myself if you notice I have engaged in putting myself first. Remind me that even though it might have felt hard to do, that I am worthy as hell, and that afterward, it probably felt pretty damn good. That last part right there, that it probably felt pretty damn good after. That's why I love asking people, oh, and how did that feel? One, I'm always just curious to know that. And also, I want that person to put language to their own experience, right? So, type nines, if they if they actually speak up and they use their voice for themselves, I do find type nines it's easier for them to use their voice for others. Um, but when they're really speaking up and saying what they want or saying what they don't want, which can be even harder sometimes, don't let them bypass being proud of themselves. Stop them, pause them. Don't interrupt them, please. Don't ever interrupt them. Let them finish. But then let them know afterwards that you saw that and that it wasn't small because I can see a type nine or someone who leads with nine trying to kind of diminish it. Oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yes, it was. Don't let them bypass themselves. And this really goes for all nine types. I'm not saying shove your celebration down someone's throat, but if someone has done any of these things I have listed, then they're doing some kind of inner work and they might not even recognize it. And we have to be able to recognize it in order to continue down that path, right? And so I'm sorry if you can hear my cat. He keeps meowing. Um, Actually, I'm not sorry because he's precious. So when these people, whoever these people are in your lives, no matter what type they lead with, if you know them well enough, you probably know when they are in a moment or in an experience that is uncomfortable for them. And when they choose to lean into that discomfort, that is where growth can happen. But again, a lot of us might not recognize those moments because we're just trying to fucking survive them. So type nines, just because we were talking about them most recently, a type nine, if they spoke up and they really put themselves first and asked for what they wanted that could feel so damn hard for them that they really just want to move on from that situation. Like, okay, I did it, done, let's move on. And I'm not saying keep them in that discomfort by any means, but they did the work. They did the thing, especially the hard thing. And it's worth recognizing. It's worth celebrating. And it's always worth letting someone know that you see them. And that is always my goal here. So this is just a quick, short episode. Hope everyone is doing well. Until next time.